Commerce Secretary Stefan Pryor, who worked with Governor Raimondo last year, is a key player for the new governor this year. Welcome, Mr. Secretary. Nice to have you in. Good to be back, Gene. Thank Let's you, sir. Let's get to where the governor just kind of left off. Uh, if a restaurant owner is going to really make yes. a show, and I'm not going to pay attention, I'm going to do what I want to do, I'm not checking vax cards, you're going to go knock on his door, the governor said. Is that the right thing to do? It is. Let's start here, though, Gene. We think that most restaurants are going to cooperate. Yeah. We've been in close touch with the Hospitality Association, with the Ocean State Coalition, with Dale Venturini and Rick Simone. They've been incredible partners. Mm -hmm. They're constructive critics, but they're, they're incredible partners, and we've formed these policies with, with them informing it. We think most Rhode Islanders, most restaurateurs want to do the right thing. We're going to be out with inspectors and observers checking out how it's going. Mm -hmm. We think that the vast majority of places are going to comply. If there's someone who's flagrantly just not doing it, of course we're going to have to get involved. But what we hope is, and really what we expect is, in most cases, the restaurants, the businesses, and Rhode Islanders are going to be with this program. Well, I think you're right. They have no choice. Uh, you run the regulations. You also run the health department. So you can make their lives miserable if they're not going to do what you say, which right now is under 250, show me a vaccination card. Great, you're vaxxed, go get seated. If you're not vaxxed, wear your mask. Now, on the That's radio it. this morning, I don't know if you heard it, there was a guy called Joe from Boston. He called about 840, and he's the one, you know, he's, uh, he's, a. Uh Sounded tough. He said, I can't wait to go to the restaurants. I'm not going to show them my card and I'm not going to wear a mask and let them deal with me. You know that's going to happen at some point. Some of that is going to happen. It's inevitable. It's true across the country. I'll say this. Rhode Islanders on the whole have been very cooperative. Look, our, our vaccination rate, 97 percent, one shot for adults in Rhode Island, 97 percent. Most Rhode Islanders are participating in the recovery. Okay. Here's the message I'd like to send, Gene. Um, the reason we're doing this, implementing masking and vaccine, is to keep restaurants open, to keep small businesses open. We're the state in New England that's done one of the best through mm -hmm. this whole pandemic. We're doing one of the best in terms of public health indicators like vaccinations. Right. And on the economy, we have one of the strongest recoveries, if not the strongest recovery in the region. Let's keep it that way by implementing these reasonable measures yeah. and keeping our businesses open for us all. By the way, they've been doing it in New York City for months. I I've done it, I know how it Correct. works. Some of them asked to show the license so that I could see it's you and this is your VAX card. Are we going to do that here, just on a footnote? Uh, what we're, we're going to offer several options on how to show proof of vaccination. You right. can have on your phone, you can have an image of your card. Just take a photo and, and right. save it in your wallet or save it in your, in your photos. You can carry the card itself. We're going to have a new app pretty soon that makes it easy yeah. to do the same thing. There's lots of ways. You can pull up your record on the, uh, on the portal.ri.gov yeah. RIDO site, Rhode Island Department of Health site. Lots of ways you can show proof of vax. By the way, you, you mentioned New York, Gene. Theirs is a more rigid, a more inflexible system. They said to small businesses, you need, need, either need to be all in for masking or all in for proof of vaccination. We said, no, we know our small business community is well organized. Yeah. We have terrific small business owners. Let's let them decide whether they want to do that on an individual customer basis. This customer yeah. needs to wear a mask. This customer does not, so that we can even be more flexible with our small businesses. That's why we have that terrific close relationship. With venues 250 and more. Now, we yes. have a couple of them. I'm thinking Wrights Farm, maybe... Uh, uh, Twin Oaks, you can pack a lot of yeah, people in Coast there. Guard House, uh, you're going to have to wear a mask regardless of vaccination status. So if you go to a big, big wedding or a big, big gathering, you wear the mask. Now, when you sit down, obviously, you could take the mask off and eat. Correct. It's, it's sort of a thing we've gone through. But let me ask you this. I was out to lunch with a restaurant guy, and he said, you know, I have young people as my hostess, 16, yes. 17 years old, yes. college kid on the weekend, if I yes. could get them. Uh, is she going to have to deal with a tough guy? Who's going to give her a tough time? He's worried about this. He said, I'm not the police. Yeah, the, my, my main message would be, I hope not because I hope people hear this message, which is 
Um, it's straight from the Rhode Island Hospitality yeah. Association. It's be kind. Please, Rhode Islanders, let's all be kind because we are trying to keep businesses open. So we have restaurants to go to, go to shops to shop at, so that we have commerce and jobs that stay open, as we've done very well mm -hmm. through this whole pandemic. Let's all be kind. And by the way, the Hospitality Association, Google the Rhode Island Hospitality Association, check yeah. out their website. They're putting tools out for restaurateurs, for other hospitality businesses, to tweet out the right messages, to put up the right signs, mm -hmm. and even on our state signage that we offer, yeah. like wear, please wear a sign, please wear a mask, uh, it's gonna also say, thank you for your cooperation. That's our very small way of saying, please be cooperative, please be courteous, let's okay. not have those problems. All right, listen, I know you're in with the governor when they're strategizing. You're very yes. close to him now, and you're one of his point players. And yes. so is Dr. Nicole Scott. And that last news conference, there was a buzz going around, who's running the state, Dr. Scott? I don't, I don't expect you to give up confidence, is what the governor tells you in the, in the closed door, but is there division on that staff that Dr. Scott is saying one thing and others are saying others and the governor's in the middle? Well, there's, I have to say, there is a very vibrant and constructive dialogue mm -hmm. about what we should do at any given moment. I think the only tension is healthy tension. This has been true through the entire pandemic across two governors. The health department has a point of view mm -hmm. as to what will keep people safest and bless them for advocating right. that point of view. And frankly, we in commerce and other departments and other outside stakeholders might say, but here's what is, okay. here's what's reasonable and necessary to keep the economy open. And by the way, here's what would ensure compliance. So here's what will seem right. reasonable okay. to business people. So that's the dialogue that happens. And I have to say, uh, I, I think Dr. Alexander Scott has done a really fine job and she has collaborated with us okay. in commerce very well. And it's been a, a, a kind of collaboration that is a real friendship and I, I think it's working well. Okay, uh, you outline, look, these two tectonic plates have been clashing since the pandemic. Science, business, it's, 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 it's clashing. I only have two minutes. I've got a crowded Please. show today, but I, you're an important part of it. You spoke about homelessness at the news conference. You've yes. become a point person for that. The governor today suggested that anybody who wants a shelter bed has one now in Rhode Island with the addition of these of these 150 additional beds. Is this crisis over, in your view? Well, it, it's not over in the sense the of immediate emergency. solved. We can't say that we've permanently solved homelessness, and we should keep working at it. The long-term solution, Gene, is investment in more affordable housing so that people don't have to be on the street. So that's why we have the governor's down payment plan, mm -hmm. and thanks to Speaker Shikarshi and Senate President Ruggiero for moving that along, which includes uh, $29 million for new yeah. housing development in Rhode Island. We've already put very recently $31 million on the street for 27 projects to get going mm -hmm. across our whole state. Having said that, uh, what we have done is there's a process in Rhode Island where we measure how many homeless beds are anticipated yeah. based on a number of factors. Uh, and the continuum of care runs that process. The continuum of care estimated we needed 150 additional beds on top of the hundreds we already have in service. As of yesterday's announcement, we are in, in receipt of or will be producing those 150 beds. Yep. It includes a quarantine and isolation set of beds, which will enable Rhode Islanders who are homeless and are COVID positive to be in a facility where they don't okay. have to be near others. And that will open up more beds in the facilities that don't have to prevent people from sleeping next to one another in, right. that, in that fashion. I promised you a couple of minutes to talk about the economy. I can only give you 30 seconds. No problem. But you give me the top statistic that you want to leave me with. Well, look, on multiple indicators, Rhode Island is a top 10 performing economy in the country among the 50 states. Moody's has an overall index that mm -hmm. says we're in the top 10 consistently over months and months. 
on our GDP growth, the overall economic growth in the most recent quarter, we were top 10 state in the country. We were, we're top 10 for unemployment drop during COVID. What I mean to say, and we're leading the region on the Moody's Index. We're number one in the Northeast and Massachusetts is down below. So what I wanna say is these reasonable measures on public health will help us keep our economy open, keep us number one in the region for our economic recovery for once. All right, I wish I had more time. You'll come on the radio with me. We'll continue this. Thank Stephen you, Gene. Pryor, Commerce Secretary. Thanks for coming in now. Much appreciated, sir.